Welcome to the Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. I was going to point over there like you're over there. I'm like, I'm all fucked up. Right. Yeah, because like. Yeah, I, but I'm always looking for Josh over here and instead it's some guy playing guitar. Yeah. Yeah, we should have done that. The rotation would have been kind of normal. Uh, and Gavin's here. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Glad to be back. It's time to get Rudy Tutti Fresh and Fruity. Hell yeah. That's okay. That's okay. We have a we have a, a man on the acoustic guitar that is playing very soft, subtle background music for the show. So if you hear that, it's just nice. Freight. Good God! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, sir. No. Stop. Uh, so I know we are really time traveling at this point, but I do want to talk about the fact that Wells actually drugged me out of the house. He drugged you. Got you out of the house. Yeah. Well, maybe that. Uh, I went. I went to Vaulted Oak for the first time. Oh, that's, that's, uh, oh nice! That's that new joint that's over by your. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the closest brewery to his house. It's been open how many months? Like three or yeah, three or something like that. Three, three months or, or so, and yeah, yeah less. It's in an old, uh, bank, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Yeah, to the point where like you still they still have the pneumatic tubes in there, and they've got the safe that is still there, and you know like if you were through going through the drive-through, that's where the other side of the bar is so like they really kept a lot of the bank aesthetic to it which was really neat oh that would be so cool i wish that would be so fucking that's awesome. next year for them yeah, that'd be so fucking awesome i would love that uh but it was the experience was fun the beer was okay they're they're new Right, and not only that, but you know, one of the, the conversations that Wells and I had, which I think is an interesting conversation to have, because Jeff, you and I are of the, you know, hey, we're, we'll give you a year. Yeah. Wells is no. Hell no. You knock it out at the park day one or GTFO. I, it's not that I want you to knock it out of the park. I just want you to come correct. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to be trying your pilot batches while you're still figuring out your system efficiency. Right. Dump that stuff. Oh, yeah, because everyone's a captive audience. You know, you don't have too many other options. Yeah, that was bad. I felt real bad and awkward sitting at that bro- like almost to the point where I, I wanted to just like can, can you just give me that so I can not walk walk out of here feeling awkward? What what? You remember? I mean, I'd say it if you want me to say it. Okay, fair enough. We'll talk about it off mic. 
Okay. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll talk about it off mic. Um, okay. But. How was that like year one? Was that year one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Comfort and Darkness, that was the first beer you all brewed and released. Yeah, on we year brewed one that and the Grazer were the first two beers we brewed. Boom. It, there's some sitting behind you over there too. Oh, nice. Yeah. And there's some apple brandy stout behind you as well. Wells, Wells, I, I, I need you to and look some at the microphone, brandy, not back uh, that way. Barley wine. No, what I need y'all to do is just distract Daphne yeah. for a couple yeah. minutes. So, there are nails in the barrels, yes. <laughs> How many drops do you think it would take to fill that cup up? Uh, so, but like I said, going back to that whole situation, you know, I, I live in a very unique neighborhood in the sense that it's a very mobile area of town, meaning you can easily walk, bike to a lot of these places, not safely, mind you, easily is the key word, because, you know, I'm near all these major roads, all these major intersections, and I told Wells flat out, give it, you know, a, a rainy March spring day, I could easily see myself riding my bike up there, having a couple of beers, riding back home, only because it's right there. So and I, that's I, the, the part that bugs me a little bit. I don't live far from you, and I will say that our, our neighborhoods are kind of a dead zone. We have three places to go now, which is makes us fairly lucky. There's few f- food options. There's Pizza Peel and, and that, you know, goes back and forth with great beer. Um, yep. And then there's uh, – now we have Edge City and Vaulted Oak and then Common Market Oakwald, of course. So I'm glad we finally have places to hang out, and I – I've enjoyed my experiences at both Vaulted Oak and Edge City. Um, I, I think Vaulted Oak did a badass job designing that place. Um, yeah, they did. Absolutely. Oh, it's, a, it's a wonderful spot to cruise yeah. in and have a beer. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and so I like cruising over there, having a beer, especially on the way home. Um, and, and so I'm, I'm proud to have something over there. Yeah. And I can't wait to see what, what they do for sure. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm absolutely in the same boat yeah. as you. It's, it's, not like I would walk out of there and say I'm never going to go back to that place. Um, other than that, well, it's the other thing you'd be surprised that I did. What did you do? Part two is I decided I'm going to go out for dinner. <laughs> On your own. Nice. On my own, like a proud little boy that I am. How'd that go for you? It went great. We went to um, Lenny Boy. Uh, she had the wine slushy thing that they've got going on over there. Okay. Yeah, I was like, this is an interesting concept. Um, she seemed to like it, and of course, I just had a citrophilia, and it was good. It was yeah, good. you just missed us. You're like, I'm at Lenny Boy, and I was like, I'm at Triple C. I'm leaving. <laughs> well, at that point, I was at Triple C. Uh, I know you guys have probably done stuff as well. No, 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 no. After I saw you, I spent a week and a half not doing a damn thing. Nice. I, I, I'm proud of you. No. I know, I know, I know. I canceled all my plans. I had a concert on Thursday. I was going to Asheville on Friday. I had a concert on Saturday. I did none of it. Wells is injured, sadly. Yeah. I he just. Broke. Yeah, he just broke. Ugh. Jeff, have you done anything? Well, right? Fuck. No, I'm on blood pressure meds. <laughs> I, I haven't done anything. Um, it's 
the daughter. You had to sit down. I'm great. All right, good. Uh, so we're going to actually kind of combine two new stories into one. Sometimes you guys will see us do this in the show notes especially. Of You know, topics tend to flow into each other. So topic one of this two-part news story is the fact that we are damn near pushing 9,000 craft breweries in the U.S. And by the time the year is over, if we're not at 9,000 or above, I would be shocked. Because it seems like every five minutes, a brewery is opening in the city. Oh, and you should see people bitch about it in the comments section of, like, one of the local media outlets. Anytime they announce a new brewery opening, oh, great, just what we need, another brewery. I'm like, but actually, yes, like, that's exactly what we need, another new brewery. Well, well, you know, go back to what Kevin just said, because we do live in the same part of town. We don't have a whole lot. Even though we're in the middle of the city, don't get me wrong. I can't complain. I'm a 15-minute ride to Noda. I'm a 15-minute ride to South End. But what if I want to take a five-minute ride to right up the road? I don't have that option right now. A whole lot, at least. A lot of people complain about, oh, no, another brewery. Have no issue with the fact that we're adding our 15th restaurant this week. Or our 20th coffee shop. Or it's another something-something, and they have a patio. Yeah. You mean Catawba that got bought? Yeah. And, and I remember being there and making some offhand comment to him about, well, at least you guys got your patio, so you'll, you'll make it into all the shared publications and everybody will be all propping us about because you've got a patio. And he's like, well, the reason that's important is because there's so freaking much apartment living in the city. So, me as someone with a yard and a deck and a fire pit. You've got a big deck. A nice big deck. I mean, I guess that is a valid point because I take it for granted too. Like, I, I don't need that stuff. I don't need an outdoor space. Out. I can walk out with a beer right into my backyard. Yeah. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. But you do. You mean, are you saying that silence is free? That's amazing. I never thought about that before. Isn't that I something? thought I was supposed to comment every single time somebody opened a new brewery about how oh, we have too many breweries. So going back to the article, though, the, the, the main point of this first article is, well, yes, there are a lot of independent breweries, which is awesome you can get very bottlenecked very quickly in the sense that most of the distro houses around the U.S., which we've talked about this for a very long time, they're they're not tied like they are in the U.K., but they're owned by AB, they're owned by Miller Coors, so they're owned by one of the bigger players most of the time. And do they want to push your product or do they want to push Goose or, you know, one of the 50 gajillion crafty things that they've owned and 
I'm very curious, Gavin, from your standpoint, as a small brewery, how bad do you feel that bottleneck in Charlotte? Or do you even feel it at all? So I, I don't think a lot of craft breweries would exist without the bottle shops and the beer, the craft beer bars that kind of, they were a catalyst. Uh, take Brawley's Salute and even Common Market to a certain extent. They brought beers in that taught us lessons that, it, that showed us what we liked and what we didn't like and kind mm-hmm. of inspired. So we still need things like that. Um, and, and so I don't want to see things like that fail. I mean, uh, right. you know, Fallen Rock, that, that, that's, I've been there once uh, and, and that was tough to see that go. But again, I don't go to Denver often, uh, but I know it's a staple. Uh, oh, so and, you're sneaking ahead and talking about our second topic. Oh, sorry. That's fine. Well, but I mean, keep going. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I, keep going because we're just going to combine this all into one big story. Anyway, exactly. So, so uh, I, I, I think. Uh, well, I lost my train of thought. Uh, I'm an asshole. I'm sorry. <laughs> go well, I know. I know. That's his job. Well, let it's me just ask you. Let me just ask you this question. Sure. So, from a distro standpoint in Charlotte, is there anybody that does just craft and that's it, or is there is everybody in Charlotte distro wise? One of the houses. Artisan does okay. craft only, and okay. they, they do a good job. Okay. Uh, we carry at, at Divine Brill uh, some of their products, uh, craft soda, as well as Untitled Arts uh, seltzer. Thank oh, you, boy. last episode. Yeah. Um, but they have amazing Boop. seltzers. Uh, and when we brew one, we don't carry other people's seltzers, but we've brewed one. So <laughs> I like uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. It was good, though. Um, but anyway, it distro is tough, um, and, and it's you, you have somebody like Tryon that's huge, yeah, statewide, great selection. They carry one of the best brews in the in the world to me, Allagash, um, and here, those, here. those sit on the shelves. I mean, uh, that's painful. But local, 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 right? So we change our beers often. We don't distro uh, outside of ourselves, so we we do kind of go statewide, but we do it ourselves. So it's kind of when we can get there, we get there. We do partner with Tavor in in Washington State, but that's an easy partnership. They get a handful of cases, and then see you later. Okay, well, I was curious how that works, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of. Yep. <laughs> Boom. And then we get a check 30 days later. <laughs> Question mark. Profit. Uh, eh, profit. <laughs> Ta- reel that back a little. No, no. Tavor's off. Tavor has definitely helped with our street cred um, as far as getting our. our, our that's, that's pretty good. There's a lot of production value in that, and so we appreciate that. You mean we don't help with your street cred? We try. You do. You do. <laughs> yeah, no, I know we don't. Yeah. We just make bad jokes half the time, yeah. to be honest. Uh, so. It went to yeah. seven after I started talking. Oh, and I went to the next part yeah, of it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm out. So, Wells, go ahead. Well, Gavin, in a nutshell, we're, we're at 9,000, pushing 9,000 breweries, according to this article, and, and the fact that stuck out at me, 
is 78% of all beer sold in the grocery stores is from four different like brewery conglomerates. So it's like 9,000 breweries sounds like a whole lot, but you know, 78% something else in your, so if 78% is controlled by four firms, that means 9,000 breweries essentially has to have to share 22% of what's left. Uh, that's a lot of small cuts of the pie. And, and simply put, I, I just want to ask you, do you think there are too many breweries? Hell no. I want to see more. Uh, I mean, honestly, there could be another one in our neighborhood, uh, in, in Noda. Uh, I, I think we don't rely heavily on grocery stores besides Whole Foods and Lowe's Foods and a little bit of Fresh Market. So there's still room on the shelves for craft breweries there. And let's keep chipping away at that market share. It's going to take a long time. But that's what I want to see, so I'm, I welcome the next cool brewery. I mean, I think there's some really good up-and-coming breweries in Charlotte, um, and we're I, hopefully we're still on that list. I mean, yeah, we're about to be four years old, but we're still young. We're still kind of a toddler. Maybe what's next? I don't know. Uh, beyond a toddler. You, now, now you're just a... You're not an XTT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, yeah. we're not close to the tweens. Oh, yeah, we, we do have an angsty... A tweenager in, in town. That'll be episode 409. Um, yeah. But, uh, no, I, I think there's still room for you guys, for breweries to knock it out of the park right away. Yeah. And that's what continue, you know, that's what needs to happen. I think that's my biggest piece of advice, like Wells said. Uh, it, it's, it's open up with a good space and good beer. Mm-hmm. And there's room for you. Yeah. That's it. I, and I think that's the, what, what gets lost on a lot of people. You know, we were kind of talking about restaurants and, and patios and all that kind of stuff. And there's room for restaurants if you can make good food. Yeah. And what ends up happening is, you know, and I think we'll see it with brewers too, some of these that have had a couple of years to get their legs under them and still are kind of futzing around, maybe Divine Barrel expands into the, you know, South Matthews, Waverly type area, and suddenly, you know, people who were able to just kind of coast now are on notice and they kind of get blown out of the water because when you have a captive audience because nobody else is around, that's one thing. When there's competition and you can't get better, that's a problem for you. Agreed. And, and, and that's, that's why I think seeing breweries open with great product and a great space out the gate mm-hmm. they'll come yeah you know i mean look at fauna flora years ago they opened up in morganton yeah who knew yeah you know yeah that's where catawba started but that's where some really good beer started too yeah so keep it growing so i guess my next question is let's say that as i know you guys do a lot of self-distro what and I know this is kind of a loaded question, so answer it as comfortable as you feel. What is your preferred? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What is your preferred method of purchase at the end of the day? Would you rather somebody come here, or would you rather them discover you first at a bottle shop and go, "Oh, hey, I see a couple of cool beers on a shelf from these guys," and then maybe come like? 
is a path of discovery. What would be better for you? Path of discovery. It, it, that's. I, I won't say that's a loaded question. I think we started distri- distributing our beer because we wanted more people to discover us. So it was highly important. My first 17 accounts, we saw an instant return in in uh, early 2019. Okay. Um, by the end of 2019, we were in Whole Foods and Lowe's Foods, and that paid off big time by getting people to come in here and then actually go to those stores to buy our stuff during the pandemic especially. Nice. So you see that return really quickly that had we not been in those bottle shops, those couple of, you know, local grocery stores. Yeah. We wouldn't have seen the same people. So, I mean, cool. it's, it's a necessary thing, but self distro really helps with that. Right. Cause we can put a face to every single store. Yeah. That's, and that's very true. And, and, you know, as we all know here in the state of North Carolina, you're allowed to distro up to 15,000 after 15,000, you have to sign on with the distro house. So, but, but it's above that threshold. It, it wasn't, the all-encompassing thing that it used right. to be. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. So you get an allotment of things that you can self-distribute, and then above and beyond has to be through a third party. party. And, yeah. and to give you guys a, a little bit of facts, we did eleven twenty-seven barrels last year in twenty twenty. That was up okay. six fifty in twenty nineteen. So some solid growth because of the support of those. That, that distribution, yeah. um, which was great. And, and, and so we need it. And, and so other breweries can do that too. Mm-hmm. And we can say, hey, Charlotte is now a craft beer destination because of all the cool breweries, the 17, 28, 43 breweries we have. Set Hut? <laughs> yeah. Uh, or how did Cam Newton? Yeah. Hi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, new breweries, good. So, and I'll, I'll add, I think one other type of exposure, if you will, is kind of word of mouth. It's like we talk about a lot with, with the show. Oh, big time, yeah. Because you know, like, it's one thing for me to say, you know, hey, go buy this beer; it's really good. I've had a ton of success bringing people here and saying, look at all the stuff. There's something on this list, you know, here at Nine Barrels that you're going to want. Um, I brought my aunt here uh, a month ago or so, and she wasn't necessarily sure, like, oh, do I don't like any of this kind of stuff. I'm like, there'll be something. Yeah. And so help me, just about everything she grabbed off the list. She's like, oh, that looks interesting. That looks interesting. Every single day, she's like, this is super fun. Uh, we ended up shipping her a six pack of uh, like mixed cans back to Chicago. Awesome. You know, and she's taking it. She's a she works at that trader for a restaurant chain up there, and she's taking it to her beer buyer up there, and they're sharing it. Like, like that kind of stuff, like, that's huge. That is huge. Like, being able to show somebody, like, this is something that I like, this is something I'm passionate about, means so much more sometimes than Well, you get a different experience within the brewery, of course, so we value yeah. oh, that. Yeah. A lot as well, but you need the partnerships across the board. And yeah. I, of course, I want people to come here and drink more beer because that's the profit margin is way better. Right. <laughs> so, duh. Yeah. And the experience is different. There's a personal experience. That's what, I, whenever we hire somebody new, I always say, this is an experience. This isn't just beer. Mm-hmm. So, if you can't provide an experience, then yeah, this is probably isn't the place for you. For sure. So, the. For sure. Other half of these article pairings does deal with 
is our tap rooms killing the the craft beer bar experience. Uh, you had brought up uh, Falling Rock Tap House, which closed earlier this year after you know barely getting through COVID everything. Um, and I'm looking just in the local landscape of you know my favorite Duckworths shut down. I mean the one that was closest to my house. Yep. Uh, you know, closed down. Now they're opening up in the Taco Mac spot in South Park. Um, you know, the, you're in, in Charlotte at least, like your Duckworths, your Taco Macs, your Flying Saucers, like the places that used to be like the go-to default place to go. It, I don't think they have as much sway now with as many breweries popping up. Um I kind of agree with this article that, that tap rooms are slowly but surely doing away with the the craft beer bar experience. Just kind of curious to hear y'all's thoughts on that. I, I feel like there was a time and a place that the craft beer bar worked for me. And, and that time was when I was really starting to get into, you know, like I, I want... I, it, it's like scattershot. I, I want the spread gun. I want to be able to hit as many different things as I possibly can. I'm right. going to go to Duckworth. I'm going to go through two flights and I'm going to try, you know, like eight beers. God, bartenders love you. Sure they don't. And, <laughs> you know, now I've kind of gotten to this place where it's like I walk into most of these beer, like craft beer, like, like a Duckworth. And I just kind of like, <sighs> I don't know what's going to be fresh. Some of these kegs sit forever. So I don't like I don't want to trust anything hoppy, and they got a bunch of weird kegs that they got that look special but are probably train wrecks. Give me the pilsner, and and like that you know is fine. But we went Sunday to a Duckworth, and I had water. Why bother? I got better beer at home. Went home, and had, went home and had some zest intentions. Yeehaw. How fresh was that zest intentions? It's, it's not. I'm, I'm trying to I, – I meant to I meant to kill the keg. You're really trying this. Well, the hard, poor, man. I, I, I don't like the old beer that they might have at this restaurant, so I'm going to go home and – Drink beer from May. What the <laughs> – It still drinks great. It drinks well, better yeah. than most of the stuff that I'm going to have there, and I don't, I don't have any problem with that. I was trying to kill it before – we recorded so I could bring the empty back and trade it in for something, but alas, I'm not quite there. So November sixth, it is. And and that's not to say that I want his. Like, with the one you got on hold for John, I want his. Done. You know, you you would, is that your cake? Jeff had expressed some concern about, you know, ensuring the freshest beer possible. Not yeah. sure if he's going to get it necessarily from his local, uh, but. That's not to say that local tap rooms, local breweries are like you. You would assume this is like the freshest possible beer, but I have been to a nameless brewery recently that still, like a month ago, was pouring their winter ale. Yeah, Oof. and I'm just sitting or, here like, just let it go, man. Oof. Or what? What really is somewhat frustrating for me, um, and Josh was with me. We were at a beloved uh, Charlotte brewery. Josh bought some cans and then promptly looked at him and said, why are these three months old? At the brewery. Three-month-old cans at the brewery. Yeah. Yep. yep. Well, I mean, that's, you know, just be, be wary no matter what, but still. That's why I love coming here because I, I They can, don't make enough cans to let them get sit? 
Well, I mean, sometimes it 34 happens. cases, right? Yeah, 35. Oh, 35 Might cases. Maybe 37. Who knows? <laughs> oh, <laughs> counting us. There you go. If it was Zesty Westy, you guys would make like a mint. Anyway. All right. Not Could a you? fun story. Take a deep breath. <gasps> so McKellar has finally decided to deal with all of the allegations of sexual harassment for months and 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 years of them denying it. Oh, you mean the four years worth of allegations have yeah. finally been confirmed by the company itself? Yeah. yeah. But but yeah. But, but by the company. Yes. And I, I should point this out as as of this recording. Uh, the founder of McKellar is continuing to deny anything went wrong. Is that the, the good or the bad twin? Well, I can he's, never he's technically not the evil twin, but maybe he is kind of the evil twin. Yeah. 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 It's like, man, if the other guy is the evil twin, then what the heck is this guy? Whatever. So, yeah, uh, supposedly, not supposedly, uh, you know, McKellar Brewing has confirmed this, so a culture of harassment uh, and bullying that went on for a period of four years. Uh, there's been months worth of things going on. There was a uh, like a walkout of all these you know, dozens of breweries that were supposed to um, pour at a festival at, at McKellar in Denmark. Um, you know, every every not everybody, but just a lot of folks pulled out, decided mm-hmm. like, you know what, this doesn't jibe. You know, this new wave of allegations doesn't jibe with kind of our company culture, who we are. We're not going to be a part of this. So what the heck does this mean for McKellar moving forward? I mean, so the company has now at least said, you know what, we've, we've screwed up. Um, I, I got to tell you, this does not impact my buying whatsoever. I couldn't tell you the last time. I, you know, it was probably two years ago that yeah. I drank a McKellar beer. And that's not because of any moral thing. It's yeah. just like I've got better, closer well, and they, they were—they got to a point where they were really gimmicky, like trying to be evil twin without being evil twin. You yeah. know, the thousand IBU beer and some of the other stuff they were putting out. Like it just—you know—it was all right. I—I I haven't heard it. That's one of those breweries that I have not heard anybody say. I had a really good McKellar beer the other day. I haven't said that in probably five years. It's been yeah. a while, for sure. Yeah. So, all right, Walls. Last story. I'll let you troll me however you want. Okay. You put it in there. Oh, man. Yeah, I did put this in there. Darth Hoodie drinks beer. Simply to... Uh, so, uh, somebody... Like, uh, the dumbest question possible. Asked uh, Josh's favorite coach, uh, Bill Belichick. Not my favorite coach. Just uh-huh. my current coach. Bill Walsh is my favorite coach. Come on. Okay, that's fair. Somebody asked, hey, what's your favorite beer? And he had the perfect response... Now, I grabbed the Yahoo Sports article, but this was also on, like, the Patriots site, whatever. Yeah, yeah, the, what's the What's the perfect response? Like, Gavin, what's your favorite beer? Should I say Bill Belichick? Uh, well, West Coast well, IPA would be my favorite beer. West Coast IPA. Je- Jeff, what's your favorite beer? Are we talking style or actual beer beer? I don't know, man. It's just... What? Uh, I mean, uh, 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 under a penalty of... of of death. I, zesty Westy. I mean, that's... Except it didn't hold up very well. All right, close enough. Uh, but a West Coast IPA. It's going to be West Coast. Josh, IPA. what's your what, what's your favorite beer? Whatever's cold. Whatever's cold. Oh, Whatever's cold. Hold on, I'm going to kick him in the nuts real quick. Josh Josh Belichick over here. Uh, but no, that was the answer. Whatever's cold. Whatever's cold. 
And so, so this, that this was the most non-clickbaitiest <coughs> clickbait title ever. So, so that did seems, you expect him to say like, any fucking thing else? There's nothing going on right now. So what you have is there's an interview, something gets said, and then that spawns. 800 articles on 800 sites. Bill Belichick's favorite beer. You won't believe Bill Belichick's favorite beer. Bill Belichick's favorite beer is blowing people's minds. Oh, don't even get me started on Sam Adams beer is illegal in 15 states. Well, 15 states can't sell Sam Adams' newest beer. In a similar fashion, there's the, you won't believe Seinfeld's favorite joke from the entire series. I don't want to be a pirate. It wasn't that. It it, it was, yes, it's just, anyway. Clickbait will be clickbait. Yada, yada, yada. Um, It was the one where it it, it was the stupidest story lead up to it. But uh, there's the episode where uh, Elaine's getting the the bad reviews on her medical records. And she sends Kramer in to get it. And he's like, I'm Dr. Something Something from the Nostrum Institute. And they're like, the what institute? And he's like, yeah, that's right. Cool. 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 Awesome. Awesome. So we, we learned as much about Seinfeld as we did uh, Bill Belichick right there. Yeah, pretty Actually much. more. Yeah, actually a little bit more. <sighs> Let's talk about something that does matter. Like we'll be back in 30? I was going to say pediatric cancer, but, you know, that's fine too. We can do that. Yeah, let's talk real quick. Uh, we got the boys from uh, uh, Ken's crew with the Roasting for Research benefit coming up in or two day, two days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, two days. It, well, yeah, because 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 yeah, we're doing time travel. It'll put out, you know, yeah, like I, microphone. Let's, let's, yeah. let's yeah. So so it's coming out in. Uh, this will be November the fourth uh, when this episode releases. So in two days on November sixth, coming to Divine Barrel at what time, boys? Twelve to eight p.m. Twelve to eight o'clock, and uh, I'm sure I can spend some money to get special things. Of course. Like? Like raffles, and there's a silent auction, there's donations, there's beer, there's mm. oysters. Ah, oysters, yes, yes, yes. Tell me about Food the oysters. tickets are available right now on roastingforresearch.eventbrite.com. Link in the show notes. Also a ticket there for uh, the auction. Mm-hmm. We'll go, bidding is on right now. We'll go through the evening of November 6th. Get every, I see that. Get everybody drunk and then let them bid. This well, is how we. This is how we won the brew experience. That is exactly that's right. correct. One of the auction items. Me texted the boys. Hey, look how much you all want to put in. They're like this much. This much. Like, screw this. We're winning it. One of one of the auction items is a brew experience with Divine Barrel, which, which is uh, super fun. Somebody in the room bought and uh, won. Uh, definitely. Last, the last de- def- definitely. Uh, definitely tip the scales in our favor that way. Other yes. auction items include like a uh, stand-up paddleboard, uh, four club seats to the Tampa Bay Carolina Panthers game, December twenty-sixth. We have uh, a limited, uh, very rare bottle of Blanton's Black Label Hello. available in Japan. Do we get to try that before time? Just to make sure I want to bid on yeah, it. Yeah, we just want to, <laughs> yeah. Samples will not be available. Oh, I can't, can't fault and, an, and a number of other items that are available. Not to mention some really good raffle items, John. I think that we. Uh, yes, right. We got a uh, solo fire pit, a 36-inch uh, Blackstone griddle. Mm. We got a Yeti cooler, hard cooler, it's 45 quart. So and some spa kits, some spa kits. So it's gonna be nice. The, Very for nice the, for the ladies. Yeah, and, and I know we talked about it last show, but uh, more food than you can possibly stomach. But the upside again, twelve to eight, so you can stretch it for eight hours. There you go. 
Um, make sure you Uber if you do. Yeah, that. so I don't. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know if you've uh, ever looked at uh, a lot of the breweries. Um, whenever they have all you no, can we've eat. never looked at breweries. Whenever, whenever they have the all-you-can-eat oysters, it's a limited supply. Well, we have the truck. Oh, there's a truck. Inland Seafood is Inland Seafood is two doors down. They're going to park a truck in the parking lot, and uh, we're going to have as much as people can eat. And we'll have fried fish, shrimp, and um, we'll have tendies. chicken tenders. Tendies. tendies? Chicken tenders. Yo, tendies. chicken tendies. tendies. Hush puppies, french fries, slaw, and sodas, water. $45 for adults, $15 for kids. It's going to be... A, it all, it all goes to a good cause, not to mention the fact that it's a pretty decent value if you want to yeah. if you if you want to chow down, especially over an extended period of time. And it is super fun. Like if you've never done like the low country boil where you dump it all out on the table and you just kind of eat everything with your hands, there's just something like fun about you know shucking Although oysters in, and in COVID days they'll be. Yeah. We oh, won't yeah. Exactly good point. Be able to do it that way. Yeah. So you get like a little tray or something, maybe. You get, you get a plate, right? So we, we we have to. That works. We have to have our precautions, but um, yeah, it's it's gonna be a great day, and we're gonna have a band, we're gonna have a DJ, and we're gonna have a, an acoustic guitar player, Sarah Miss Kelly, great up and coming talent. Um, space through the day. It's mm. gonna be amazing. Cool. Right on. Sounds great. August sixth. August correct. 6th. No, no, November no, 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 6th. November 6th. See, I was testing See, you guys. You Man, November, November 6th. 6th. Yeah, do you 8. see why I just wanted to do this as its own little standalone thing? Yeah. Just no. one episode? No, yeah. Jackass. November 6th, 12 to 8. Come enjoy it. It'll be good times. Uh, I know God, Wells and I for sure will be God. here. Josh, God. not likely. Yeah, probably just going to stand here judging you. you, you he yes. may. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah? Yes. Yes. That's, that did you did you want to say something? Well, you're volunteering, and we appreciate. That. I'm volunteering. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. so if you want to buy thank tickets you. from, I think two to four, I signed up. You're. you're I think I'm two to Working, four. and I'm using air quotes. From yeah, I mean, like we'll see. Yeah, you'll see how much you get out of me. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Low expectations. Yeah. Over deliver. Man, my boss has stories. No, you guys missed it. It's <laughs> exactly. We're actually all just gonna come and kick Jeff in his shins repeatedly <laughs> the entire day, including his wife. I'm, I've, I've built a special VIP package for it. <laughs> That's right. In the auction. And it's yeah. on the bid. Yeah, we're going to auction yeah. that off. Yeah. Yeah. Why is, what has the most, oh, that has the most tickets. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Who knew? It's in the raffle and the auction. That's yeah. right, both. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how it time traveled, but it's it's, We somehow it's made $7 million. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Most successful ever. But yeah, we're looking forward to that. It's going to be a good time. Make sure you or come. Pediatric cancer research. For sure. Through Chapel Hills uh, Cancer Center. Yeah, and, and they're taking walk-ups. Uh, so if you don't get a chance to order online, if you're kind of hedging like a lot of us do, I don't know what my weekend's going to look like. Yeah. And then Saturday pops around, and you're like, yeah, oysters sound real good. Or I could dominate a big plate of tendies. Divine Barrel's a place to be. There you go. It is. All right, we're ready for break. Let's break it. We'll be back in 30. Time for Vital Mighty. Pulse, how does that work? Oh, it's pretty simple. We've been drinking beer throughout the show, and uh, it's time for us to kind of let you know what we think about it in the simplest way possible. Would we buy it or would we not? 
Right on. All right. So first up from Lumberbeard in Spokane, Washington, we've got their Hellas. It says a lager. Just in case you weren't sure, it's a, it's a Hellas a lager. Five um, percent, nice and clean, easy drinking. Really enjoyed this. Uh, it's the cooler weather's coming, but I would still crush tons of this. Uh, very, very big fan. Very, very big fan. Big buy. Wells. That was really tasty. Um, Nothing to it, doesn't linger too long, nice, super clean, uh, easy finish. What's not to love about that? Uh, nothing wrong with it, big buy. Josh. Yeah, all those things. Jeff, next beer up. <laughs> next beer up as we're crushing through these. Fonta Flores Cowboy Coast, a West Coast style India pale ale, brewed with heritage rice, dry hopped with hand-selected mosaic, Nelson Savon, Rawaka, and El Dorado. This feels like when the food truck tries to make their sandwiches fancy by saying that they're featured on Pullman bread. And I'm like, you mean white bread? Cool, bro. Pullman is different. We hand, had this conversation. Hand-selected mosaic. Sure. Um, it, well, it wasn't selected by an AI, okay? So. Yeah. <laughs> the algorithm picked them. Okay. Uh, it's it's fine. Um, it has like a very oniony nose to it. But all in, I mean, if I'm going to get a West Coast... I'm probably buying from Divine nine times out of nine. Um, even though this is in collaboration with Firestone Walker, I kind of like, I was expecting a little more out of that. It's just okay. So no buy. Wells? I think this landed exactly where I was expecting a, a collaboration between Fata Flora and Firestone to, to end up. Have I had better West Coast? Sure. Is this good enough? Damn straight. Did I cruise through? I'd say seven of these and still manage to bring one onto the show. Absolutely. Uh, it's, it's a buy. Sorry to feel the garlic onion way, Josh or Jeff, but speaking of Josh, what do you, you're up. Eh. <laughs> eh. All that buildup. Eh. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fair to Midland at best. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You know, like, in a different lineup, maybe it stands out a little more. This just, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, no buy. Next beer up. Uh, next beer up, we've got a Southern Strain beer uh, in collaboration with High Branch. Um, it's called Cosmic Moon Dog, a Cosmic Punch IPA. I'm not sure what the punch has to do with anything. Well, com come here and I'll show you. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What you got? Nothing. That's what I thought. Punk ass. Um... This one's fine. I like this more than the Fontiflora. Um, if I'm at Southern Strain, I'm totally buying at least one of these because I love hanging out there and just chilling. It's it's my it's my home away from Divine Barrel. If that makes sense, <laughs> it's a good place. I like them a lot, um, so I'd buy this one. Yeah, I'll support these guys. Wells, uh, beer collaborations end up one of three places: greater than equal to or less than the sum of their parts. And I think this is just barely in the less than the sum of their parts uh, category. I know um, Southern Strain can make one hell of a beer, uh, High Branch too. This one's just not like, I'm not loving it, but I'm really liking it, but that's not enough for me to buy it. Fair enough. Josh. Uh, compared to the last one that had this I don't know. I, I hate to say it, but it had this almost like weird sweet note to it. 
was kind of sweet. This has definitely got a little bit more on the back. It's definitely a little, it, it's not definitely a little, it's way more hot forward. So yeah, big huge buy on this one. Final beer up. Final beer up from Bain, or sorry, not from Bain, from Incendiary Brewing in Winston-Salem. Uh, we've had a couple of their beers and they've really been interesting for us. Uh, this is their Bain Imperial Stout and not just their regular version of this beer, but it is their coconut coffee version. Mm-hmm. There's coconut in this beer, you guys. And coffee. Um, man, this thing is is big and it's bold and it's in your face. How big is it? Fifteen percent. How bold is it? Coffee coconut. Um, some of the guys over here were kind of complaining that oh, it's, it's kind of sweet. I'm like, well, you know, coffee coconut, coconut sweet. Fifteen percent. This doesn't drink like a fifteen percent beer. Um, I go through my fair share of Revolution. Beers that are 13 and a half to 15, you know, fairly frequently, and this drinks easier than they do. Yeah. This will get you in trouble. Um, I like this beer a lot. I'm a big buy. Well, if I'd known this beer was going to be this good, I would have bought another four pack. Instead, I just had to get this last can out of my fridge and into Josh's keezer as fast as I could because <laughs> it's not safe at my house at the moment. Um, this is super drinkable. It is a, a touch on the sweet side. I don't know how the hell that's possible that they still have unfermented sugars clocking it at fifteen percent ABV. <laughs> this is this is like a mistake, mm-hmm. but like it, the best possible a kind. delicious mistake. Oh, it's so it's so fucking good. It's a happy accident. Um, yep. I'm I'm really looking forward to picking up some more of these. I mean, Winston Salem's not. That far away, I guess. Right. I just need to find a trading partner up there. So, uh, real good, real tasty. Uh, two thumbs up, Josh. Uh, not only am I buying it, I'm tapping it. And I know the three of us are. So I don't think, even think there's a question. Is yeah, that, I mean that hell's uh, that. Yeah, that, that hell's was really good, but I just, it just can't compete. It's about to get steamrolled. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah, is. This is yeah. This Let's is see a, a nice, light, clean, crisp Hellas Lager or this 15 percent, you know, yeah, boozy coffee AF, coconut bomb. Yeah, Give me this boozy, boozy diabetes monster. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Please right. and thank you. Jeff, we're at the end of the show. Where are we at? Crapbeercast.com. Find links to our old episodes. You'll also find uh, show episode-specific links. You'll find the link to the Eventbrite for Roasting for Research and uh, that that event. Uh, please come. Spend some money or uh, Buy jump an on the, yeah, do, the, the, online, the online auctions they've got. Um, it's super fun. And, you know, it's all for uh, giving kids cancer, right? That I, is that, that's how it is? <laughs> Yes? No? Yeah. Nailed it. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> pediatric cancer research. We're going to find better ways to do it. I don't know. But uh, in the meantime, uh, slide into Josh's DMs at CBCast on the Twitters. Wells, where can they find you? Oh, nowhere special. Just at all the Wells on the InstaTwits. Gavin? Yeah, where, where did he click his mic back on? Here? Uh, Divine Bro CLT on uh, Instagram and Twitter and Divine Bro Brewing on the Facebook. Nice. Huzzah. Thanks for hosting us, by the way. Yeah, super. Nope, I have I have clicked you off. You motherfuckers are shut off. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at ChasPC. Don't forget to rate and review, review us on a podcast of your choice. Tell a friend. Tell somebody. Don't forget about our subreddit slash our slash Craft Beercast. Did we talk about our Patreon? Don't forget about our Patreon. You're still muted. You're still muted. Yeah. No. I've I've muted everybody. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I yeah. thought you wanted to wrap up. I am trying to wrap up. I'm out of here. We'll talk to you guys next Thursday. <laughs>